Welcome to the Next in Health podcast. I'm Igor Belokronitsky, principal with PwC Strategy End, where I get to help leading health organizations with their strategies and operating models. And here in the podcast, we often talk about how to solve old healthcare problems with new technologies. And that's what we'll do today. And the topic we'll be covering is revenue management and revenue leakage in the life sciences industry. And to discuss this with us today, we have Steve Foran, who's a managing director in our pharma life sciences practice at PwC. And we're very excited to have Denver Walbrown, who's a SVP of customer success and delivery at a company called Exponential AI. And we get to learn all about that in a bit. And so, Stephen Denver, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Igor. It's great to be here. And hi, Igor. It's Denver Walbrown. It's nice to speak with you as well. It's a pleasure to be here. So, Steve, maybe let's start with you. We just recorded an episode about the biggest issues and opportunities for the life sciences industry in 2023. And top of that list is dealing with the margin pressure, both at the top line and at the bottom line level. And so that brings revenue management and revenue leakage very much in our crosshairs and in our focus area. So curious to hear from you. What are you seeing in the market around this issue, around this topic of revenue leakage? That's a fantastic question, Igor. What we are really facing today is a lot of our clients asking us how we can help them realize and improve margin. Given the current state of the business climate more broadly on a macro basis, a lot of companies are facing the pressures of inflation, global supply chain concerns, geopolitical unrest, the ever-changing approach towards deglobalization. And in doing so, they're struggling with the challenges related to margin compression. And one of the areas that we tend to focus a lot of effort on is around revenue leakage. Within the entire revenue management cycle of many of our pharma and life sciences clients, we find that there is a tremendous opportunity, depending on the segment that they're in, to identify revenue leakage to the tune of anywhere from 50 to 250 basis points in revenue leakage that impacts many of our clients on an ongoing basis. And in many situations, they're unaware of this situation And so we are starting to use various technologies and tools built within PwC as well as with Exponential AI to identify those areas of revenue leakage and help resolve and mitigate those challenges for the future. That's fantastic to hear both about the opportunities and then now you've piqued my curiosity by mentioning some of the technologies that you're using. And so curious to hear as you're out there connecting with different organizations How do you see them using technology to take advantage of some of these opportunities to improve the margin or revenue management through technology? Well, we start by looking at where the company is in their particular life cycle. Generally speaking, clients fall into three general categories. There are those that are completely unaware of the fact that they have a revenue leakage problem. The second group are those that understand what revenue leakage is and they have taken some maybe individual steps or small steps to help improve their revenue controls. And then there is a third bucket of clients that have typically done a lot of work in this area and have had a lot of focus and rigor put around their efforts to improve revenue management. However, in each of those categories, they're at a various stage in their life cycle of understanding exactly how much help and support they need. And so when you think about clients in each of these categories, we tailor our approach, again, working with Exponential AI to identify where in their life cycle around their revenue management capabilities they are, and then apply various solutions to them. Some of them are tools that we have within our proprietary tool set at PwC, and others are with Exponential AI, where they can use their unique platform called Enzo 
which is essentially their machine learning capability to identify through large amounts of data and transactions exactly where this revenue leakage may be occurring and then pinpoint exactly how to solve that both on a retroactive as well as on a prospective basis. Very interesting. And so I think this is an opportune time to bring in Denver. Denver, so I'd love for you to introduce yourself and your company and talk a little bit about kind of what's the origin story, where did it come from, and what kinds of problems are you working on today? Thanks, Igor. Really appreciate the opportunity to be here. As you mentioned before, my role at Exponential AI, I'm responsible for end-to-end delivery and customer success here. And the origin of an Exponential AI is an interesting story. We're about four years in now, and our focus is kind of unique in the fact that our platform, Enzo, is really focused in the healthcare industry. Myself and all of the other team members, we've spent our entire career in healthcare, and we look at this as an opportunity now to leverage AI and our platform to really be able to make a difference. And some of the points that Steve was making, we're working on projects together to really do that. So it's a really exciting time. So Denver, this is a helpful background for us. And it seems like every day now there's a new AI that has a name that is capable of doing amazing things. And so tell us a little bit more about Enzo and what you're able to do for the organizations that you're working with to help them recapture some of that revenue. Sure, Igor, and thank you very much. So what's unique about Enzo and Exponential AI is in the whole world of AI, you really got two big paradigms. You've got analytics, which is the ability to be able to go look at data and regressively find patterns in them. And then you've got real-time decisioning. And while the Enzo platform can really do both, its sweet spot is really in that real-time decisioning. We're not focusing on models. We're focusing on decision agents. And the way you can think of a decision agent, it's a digital worker, just like a human worker. And they work together. And it's a combination of models and real-time rules and code and data all fused together in a real-time setting in order to make a cognitive-like decision. And an example of that it really gets into is some of the exciting work that we've been doing with Steve and his team, where we mentioned about revenue leakage, and everyone is talking about revenue leakage right now in the industry. And what we've been able to do is to be able to tie large, large, large volumes of data all together in being able to create a longitudinal record that now will allow companies in a real-time setting to be able to now identify where leakage is happening, both retrospectively and then prospectively going forward so the leakage doesn't occur in the future. And that's been a game changer. It really has. And we're seeing that not only in the pharma space, but we're able to be able to use the real-time decision agents in the healthcare space as well in order to be able to take, if you think about healthcare as a whole, it has a huge admin piece to it that you'll hear industry experts speak of waste. It's not creating any innate value. It's just something that all the different areas in the health industry have to go through. And we've been able to use this real-time decision agents concept implemented in industry to now make human-like decisions and be able to solve real-time business problems and those savings drop to the bottom line. So it's an exciting time to be part of this. That's fabulous. That's fabulous. Thanks for sharing that. And it's a really compelling vision of having these decision agents, these digital workers that help an organization make better decisions faster, in a more predictive manner, and at a greater scale and not be limited by their current workforce. So maybe I want to come back to Steve and you were describing sort of 
the maturity level of different organizations out there as far as how much attention they pay to the revenue leakage issue and everything from the ones that are very rigorous about going after it to all the way to unaware that there's even an issue. And it sounds like everybody could benefit from having some extra digital workers around. But specifically for these organizations that are unaware that they have an issue, how do you become aware if you're unaware? Sort of take first steps towards understanding that there is an issue and getting your arms around how big it is and how big the opportunity could be. Any thoughts on that, Steve? It's a great question, Igor. I think what it really comes back to is if you think about artificial intelligence in the broader business landscape, it's coming into more of a renaissance now than it was perhaps three to five years ago. There was a big buzz around this five to 10 years ago. It lulled out for some period of time as initial proofs of concept were a bit of a mixed bag. But I think over the course of the last several years, companies have been able to really bring to the forefront the value of AI and machine learning across many different segments. And in fact, in our minds, every segment of the health industry, whether it be payer provider, whether it be patient provider, whether it be in med tech companies, whether it be in pharmaceutical manufacturers, the applicability of AI and machine learning is vast. And this really helps them better understand not just the problems in front of them, but how do they fix these solutions on a permanent basis so they're not revisiting the issues year in, year out on a perennial basis. That's incredibly valuable for them and how they tackle this. That's great. That's great to hear. And I think encouraging to know that this is not just about, okay, let's find the problem, let's measure the problem, let's admire the problem, but also we can remove in confidence of knowing that if there is a problem, once we get our arms around it, there's a digital worker ready to help us address the issue and realize the opportunity. We fully agree. And I think the jumping off point for many of our clients is understanding the reason to believe. And what we typically would do is have a proof of concept created in conjunction with their organization, focusing on a small subset of the challenge they face in their specific business units or revenue streams, identify those areas where there's an opportunity, put together a proof of concept. And then from there, many of our clients have identified the opportunity that exists to scale this across their entire organization. And Igor, we're also seeing, to Steve's point, around scaling across the organization Once the clients see the power of a decision agent acting real time, they look at many, many other use cases where they're also having challenges and a solution like Enzo and a team like Steve's team with PwC together, we've been able to help clients really realize the true power of AI in a business sense to solve real time problems across the board. So it's an exciting time. It sure is. And really appreciate Denver and Steve joining us to give us this glimpse into the future where an organization can be greater empowered and extended through these digital workers. So very excited to hear and we'll be keeping an eye on this and watching it closely. For more on these topics and other health industry insights driven by policy, innovation and care delivery changes, please subscribe to our Next in Health podcast. Until next time, this has been Next in Health. This podcast is brought to you by PwC, all rights reserved. PwC refers to the U.S. member firm or one of its subsidiaries or affiliates and may sometimes refer to the PwC network. Each member firm is a separate legal entity. Please see www.pwc.com structure for further details. This podcast is for general information purposes only and should not be used as a substitute for consultation with professional advisors.